And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. My guest is Giulio Consiglio, author of the book Cosmic Contact, Spiritual Insights into Triangular UFOs, Extraterrestrial Communication, and Encounter Preparation which details many of the sightings and channeling from the collective who have been visiting him. Julio, welcome back to the podcast. Jeff, it's a pleasure being here. Thanks again for having me. Julio, you were on about at least a year ago, and I'm sure there are a lot of new people here since the last time you were with me. Can you please just give us a brief background to how you started contacting these UFOs? Sure. So... I've been a spiritual author for 15 years. I, I knew they always existed. Did I ever think I'd be experiencing them? Not necessarily. October 8th, 2020, I was in the backyard with two neighbors, and it was dusk, and suddenly a hula hoop-shaped object came in out of the West, maybe six to eight times bigger than the average hula hoop, no form of propulsion, no noise, came in, and I actually recorded that. And my neighbors were sort of dumbfounded. We couldn't, we didn't know what it was. We watched it clear uh, the, the backyard and, and keep going for a while. A few minutes later, we're in the backyard again. And now I'm facing the Northwest sky. And this is literally four or five minutes after the first sighting, a pill-shaped object, and I recorded that as well, came down in a 45 degree trajectory. And we were sort of dumbfounded. We were like, what, what is going on? Fast forward uh, about a week later, we're in the backyard, once again, chatting, usually about spirituality. And I suddenly moved away from the guys. And it was a clear, crisp night, nine o'clock, very dark. And I got the vibrational hit to look straight up. And as I did, coming over the townhouse, about 200 feet above us, was a black triangular object, silent, with gray pads. I called the guys over. And my one neighbor, Matt, initially thought, is, is that a flock of like Canada geese? Like I said, focus, guys. We watched it cruise over us. We were frozen. I felt elation. And we watched it move over. Don't ask me why we didn't run out onto the street to like continue watching it. That was our first experience with this black triangle. Since then, we've had low, close range orbs close-range uh, objects, what I describe as a flying book. So within that two-year span, I, I've now collected about 300 recordings, and most of them are on my, on my social media. Well, I wish I was your neighbor so I could be witnessing all these UFOs too. It would be a hoot, Jeff, I'm telling you. It's, it gets exciting. You said that you had a vibrational hit, which suggests to me that there is some type of connection between you and the UFOs. What do you think was the catalyst for that? So since 2005, I've been operating through that dimension of inner stillness. And in that dimension of inner stillness or the quantum field, you operate with a quieted mind. When the mind is quiet, you're now operating sort of like through vibration, frequency. So when that hit came, it was almost like a direct knowing, look straight up. And when I looked straight up, uh, that that is what sort of led. So it was that inner knowing and, and that ability to sort of read energy, which I've been doing for several years now. What technique do you use to achieve this inner stillness? 
So to achieve inner stillness, there's there's a few key key things to remember. The one is to be really profoundly aware of the present moment. The present moment is that doorway into the quantum field, that dimension of inner stillness. It's nothing. It's nothing that can be added to us. It's already there. It's just layered, uh, covered by our human conditioning. Uh, the other thing I would say is becoming present of our inner world of thought. So when we become aware of that dialogue that's going on, and usually it's between past and future, nothing wrong with it, but that that's the way it operates. Once you become aware of that thinking mind, you can begin to create some space between it. And what inner stillness is, or the direct experience of it is, is simply being aware of one's awareness. So who you are transcendent of the human mind. So you don't have to get into meditation to do this? I would say it's a form of meditation. So you're focused and that's all meditation is. So you're simply in a surrendered state, if anything. So you're absolutely not trying. You're simply sort of present of, of, the, of actually aware of the present moment. And then as you do that, it's sort of like the ascension ladder. That's where you really begin to raise your vibrational frequency. And the more and more you realize that the present moment is all there is, the more you realize that past, future, or really mind constructs, potentials, contrast really to our inner light. So the present moment is, is really, really key to really raising one's vibrational frequency till you get to that point where now the mind is just quieted and you're in that 5D consciousness or sort of uh, inner stillness. In your book, do you give instructions on how to do this? Absolutely. I, the thing is, a, a spiritual teacher can only point things to you, these spiritual concepts, these reminders. We can't add anything, but I definitely go over the, the potential that there is of the present moment. I give insights into our conditioning, so that creates even greater awareness. Uh, I always say awareness is everything, because awareness is what shifts potential to possibility. And that's pretty much with anything in life. And do you think the ETs are trying to reach out to us, but they're just waiting on us to, to reach this inner stillness that you speak of? I would say they're, they're looking for us to meet them halfway. So the dimension of inner stillness would be ideal, but essentially if we can approach them with an open openness and a fearlessness, because what we see within ourselves is what we'll see sort of in the outer world. It's all a mirror. So they want us to remember who we are beyond our, our physicality and remember that we are connected with them through that dimension of inner stillness. That's that unifying factor that connects us with them. So they see us as we truly are. And we can come to that point as well as human beings when we realize we're actually eternal spiritual beings having that temporary human experience with these meat suits. I think that me, as well as many people in the audience, understand and believe that we are eternal beings. And exactly like you said, we're a spiritual being in these meat suits. But I think there's one last hurdle that's preventing myself and many other people from getting us to the next level while we're all contacting these ETs. Does that make sense? And if so, what do you think we can do to get over that hurdle? I would say the first thing is to recognize that 
you are connected. So if you already have an awareness of these of these highly evolved beings, trust that they already have an awareness of you. They are able to look at us through that quantum field and actually they're vibrating at such a high frequency that they actually see us as almost stills. So that's how high their frequency is because in the quantum field, past, present, future is all taking place in this one instant. And they see us uh, through that oneness, but they also see us that everything is, is happening sort of in that play-by-play, moment-by-moment. So if you want to experience them, you want to approach it with fearlessness, and it would be important to approach it with non-attachment. When I say non-attachment is they're highly evolved beings. They can't be coerced in that sense. They can't be moved. I find that whenever I'm back there, when I just go in there and I'm not really expecting anything, that's when the most amount of action really takes place. And again, it's just coming with that reverence, that that openness, an open heart of wanting to make that connection. You mentioned that they view us as stills, I believe. What do you mean by that as we are stills? We're so relative to the speed at which they're operating from, because I've captured many of these UAPs and energetic uh, bodies moving. They're moving so fast that they're absolutely invisible to the naked eye. The camera is catching them. So they're operating at such a high frequency and they're able to see past, present, future all happening at once. They're able to, relative the speed at which we are interacting here in this 3D reality, we're moving incredibly slow, almost to the point, that's what I mean, like we're stills in that sense, relative to that quantum field where absolutely everything that is possible and uh, potential is happening in one instant. Since they can locate you on the ground versus millions of other people, do you think there's some kind of energetic change within you or your aura that they're able to identify you? That's a great question. I feel my inner knowing is operating through that inner stillness and that openness. Uh, is is what sort of opened the door to the possibility. Um, but I, I have to mention this, and I mention it in the, in the book, with the one particular object that is always photobombing <laughs> when I'm recording, that shows up, that responds when I ask it to power up, that object, that triangle is intimately connected with me. And I'm learning more and more about that connection as, as time goes on. So there is a connection and um, it, it, it's profound. It's left me sometimes uh, without words. You are the third person in a week or two to approach me to show video of UFOs. Do you think it's possible that these ETs are wanting their videos out there more and more? I would have to say so. I mean, there are times when I've asked them to come in low and they do. Uh, but this is sort of like uh, a real disclosure that's taken place. I, I've always said, you know, the real truth about th this phenomena is not really going to come from the controllers. It's it, it's going to come from citizens who are having these intimate, these personal experiences, these spontaneous experiences. And uh, it, it's been like, it's been one of those things where it's been like over and over. So, uh, you know, once I've had one experience with them, uh, responding, let's say, to a power-up, it then happens again and again. And 
it, it's one of those things where they're wanting to reveal themselves and whoever is ready to to see them to experience them will be they'll be they'll be presented with this material with this with this interview do you think the ets are here to save us that's an awesome question uh, what i want to say is they've made it clear in, in my writings they're not our saviors so they're here to inspire us when I was channeling the collective, they said, what would be the point of us showing up en masse when the majority of human beings have not made that shift from fear or separation to oneness and fearlessness? They said, we would just be another distraction. So they're here to inspire us. They're here to show us the potential. They're, what's happening too is as humanity overall is awakening, we're now experiencing higher timelines, the bleeding over of parallel realities, uh, all of this is possible in our lifetime, and it's unfolding, and it's a possibility to those who are open to it and who are ready you know, to make shifts within themselves. The shifts are always within first, and then they're expressed and experienced outwardly. All right, if you don't mind, let's go ahead and see some of the video footage that you brought. I'd love to. So this is the um, transforming object that I actually talked about with you in our first interview. And I finally caught it on May 14th, 2022. It's going to come in very quickly. It's four or five close range orbs. So I'm just going to hit play now. At first, I thought they were, it was one ship in and those lights were all part of the ship, but then it appears that they all kind of start moving independently of each other. They do, and they've come in different configurations. I've recorded them as twos, as threes, uh, nine plus. We've actually seen hundreds in the shape of like a massive eraser. We didn't get that one on recording, but their potential is limitless in what they can become essentially. Hmm. All right, play that one more time. Absolutely. How far above your head do you think these orbs were? I'm going to say that was probably 200 feet, but I've captured them as close as I'm going to say 50 feet. But that was about 200, maybe 250 feet. It was not really high. Mm. Okay. Let's check out the next one. Sure. Um, now you're using the word orbs. So does that suggest to you that the ship is, you know, round like a basketball shape or that's all you can tell from the distance that you're recording from? Uh, my sense is it's difficult to, 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 dis we're, we're using our past experience. So as human beings, uh, let me go to desktop. There we go. And we're trying to describe something that is not of this world. So that becomes quite challenging. Uh, here we go. Nine or ten orbs. This was June. I'm just going to hit play. There. There's triangle, folks. Coming in, multiple orbs. That was June 2022. Several orbs.
Now that appeared to me to be one ship with multiple lights. It seems like they were, it was moving as one. Am I correct? They do, but they, they tend to separate. So as they're coming over, they're very organized. And as they're like leaving the area, so as they're taking off from the backyard, they separate. And I'm reminded almost of, of the playfulness and the energy behind it. Like, like dolphins is what comes to me. Three orbs. So I'm just going to hit play. This came in in a perfect triangular pattern. Look at that. Low flying orbs oh coming in. God, this is the transforming object Look that we've been it. experiencing. Trying to keep it steady. Oh, this one's a beauty. Perspective. There's the roof. <laughs> it's directly above us. It's three orbs. Yeah. Directly above us. Perfect pattern. See it? <laughs> Just incredible. Are you suggesting then that that is one ship with three lights or is it still three separate ships just in a triangular pattern? My sense it's three objects that can uh, coalesce and become one. And what, they, what we've seen these things do is upgrade and downgrade their energy signature and literally transform and become whatever suits it at that moment. When we talk about orbs, Besides the UFOs, we talk about the orbs, you know, as like spirits without bodies, like energy beings. And so we're using the word orb in two different ways, that way and then orb as in a UFO or craft. Do you believe these videos that you're taking are of a nut and bolt ship or do you think it's some kind of energy craft? My understanding with what we've witnessed is that this is consciousness-based technology. Uh, May 2021, we experienced seeing lights dance in a cloud that actually my neighbor Matt saw. Moments later, the triangle came in. And then moments after that, the triangle came in again. And this time, if you think of a triangle and you have the wide part at the bottom and the point at the top, cut that directly from top to bottom. Now you have two pieces. Now do it horizontally. Now you got four. In the second approach, it came in. Those four pieces were coming together and moving apart and then again vanish before our very eyes. So it's sort of showing us and revealing to us as, as, as you know, limiting as our understanding is right now, what its capability and potential is. So it's uh, consciousness-based from my understanding that can upgrade to energy, to light, to literally downgrade to a 3D craft. That's been the experience here. Earlier, we talked about you getting a vibrational hit. So are they the ones that are initiating contact every time? Or do you sometimes go out and say, hey, guys, would you please show yourself to me? And then they reveal themselves. I would say it's probably a 70-30. Now it's to the point where initially I'm going to say I was getting the hits to go outside and sometimes I would ignore them and then my neighbors would text me, get out here. (laughs) Uh, But now, you know, if I know it's going to be a clear night, mind you, I've had massive spontaneous lights come through thick cloud cover. But most of the time I will go out there and there have been several instances I still have one foot in the door 
and I'm getting spontaneous flashes overhead and uh, just letting me know, yeah, I'm nearby. Can you describe for us in more detail what this vibrational hit feels like? It's very similar to almost like automatic writing. So it's an instant download of information, an instant knowing. So when you're in the backyard and you're, and you're really present and you're in the moment, the energy that surrounds us will speak to us. And they use that, that quantum field to, to communicate with us. And it's literally an instant vibration or knowing. And it's through that dimension of, again, through inner stillness. And it's just simply, you know, you know where to look. You have a sense of where they're going to be in the sky. Um, that's the best way. It's energetic. It's a feeling that comes over you. Do you have any more videos? I do. So this is multiple responses that took place about a week ago. And I'm just going to describe it first. There's a star uh, in the center of the screen. You'll see the flash take place to the right of it. And then there will actually be two more flashes, which I didn't realize it responded. Then I'll ask for another flash, and then you'll see one lower. So here we go. This was early morning as well. Can you power up again? Can you really power up? There's the flash. Thank you. Can you do that again? Can you power up just once more? Another flash. I glanced uh, towards the north and an object was just powering down and I quickly asked, can you do that again? And it did. Can you power up again? Thank you. Another big flash. It's headed south. And there's another. Can you do that once more? That's just incredible. It's interesting to think about that these ETs are way more advanced than us, but they're still kind enough to play and power up for us. I couldn't agree with you more, Jeff. It is incredibly humbling. Um, the first time that I got that capture was last August. I had saw a massive flash in the northern sky. And I said, can you do that again? Can you go bright again? And just one big, slow, massive flash. Uh, it's incredibly uh, humbling. Uh, that, that's, that's what comes to mind, yeah. So I've got November 23rd, 2022. A stationary object goes lights out. Turned around in the northwest sky to see this object almost stationary and it seems to be dimming you can just barely see it that just went lights out i have a pretty pretty profound one this was this is a 48 second video and at the i'm recording an object but at the 46 second mark a near invisible but it is visible entity comes in from the top right of the recording and flies across to the left. And I didn't realize this until after I reviewed uh, the footage. So I'm gonna be, we're gonna be watching an object here, but then on the top right, 
at the 46 second mark, so in the last two seconds, you're gonna see an object um, come out, some sort of entity out of the right top and move towards the left. Here we go. Hey guys, low flying object headed in a southern direction. Uh, this recording was preceded uh, by an object that sort of powered up in my sight line as I was looking west and then immediately went lights out. This object silent, moving incredibly slowly. Just gonna try to. Still see with the naked eye. And there goes the entity. I was up on the top, right? Yeah, I can go back to the last few seconds if you want to see it again. Sure. So it's going to come in from the top right, and it's just going to, it almost looks like it's swimming. Still see with the naked eye. There it goes. How often are you seeing these UFOs? It's gotten to the point now, I'm going to say 95% of the time that I step outside and there'll be multiple sightings. So they went from maybe one a week, a couple of times a month, quickly accelerated. When May 2022 came, uh, the sightings just went exponential, uh, pretty much almost any, every time I'm out there. Do you think it's possible that you're getting contacted in your dreams? That's a great question. I I. I don't get much sleep, but in the times that I have uh, fallen asleep, I do sort of have, I guess what you would describe as astral travel. Uh, I experienced that being in other realities. Uh, the last one I had where I was sort of flying eight or nine feet above ground. And when I bumped into someone's shoulder, that's what actually jarred me back into uh, waking up. So um I think a lot of us do that. Um, I think a lot of times we we don't remember it completely. So uh, it doesn't happen a lot, but... Without knowing, do you think you've been abducted? That's a great question. Um, I have no recollection. So if that has taken place, uh, I really have no memory of that. I mentioned earlier in my introduction of you that you are channeling the collective. Were you doing that before these sightings or afterwards? Afterwards. So it, it sort of came on, like when the sightings began, I, I threw out the questions, like who, what, why, and the, the, the answers were coming before almost like I was posing the questions. That's how quick the downloads were coming. And, and I, I've now come to realize like this collective, I mean, it's essentially from one point of view, future versions of us that have come back to sort of assist us with humanity's ascension. That, that's my understanding. Mm, interesting. So the ETs are us. Absolutely. Do they have a message for us? Their message is that humanity is going through some birthing pains right now. And it's important not to uh, allow what's happening in the outer world be repeated in one's consciousness. That's what keeps us stuck. That's what keeps us in fear. So what they're saying is come from a space of observing, being present, uh, setting your intentions now more than ever, because time really uh, time essentially is a mind construct and 
as the collective awakens and we realize the illusion in time, we're actually crumbling it. We're, we're collectively saying it really doesn't exist. So manifestations are going to be taking place a lot sooner in new earth. A lot of things are going to be moving faster. So they're saying, you know, set your intentions, cultivate your faith and trust. And uh, essentially, they say we really only need one law. It's do no harm. Because hmm. it's really all encompassing. In your book, there's a section titled Nothing is Alien. Is that what you mean by these ETs being us? Or did you mean something else? It's, it's basically what I meant by that is when we have an understanding of something and we realize uh, that, that it's not so different from one perspective. For example, uh, we, we look at sharks. So if we look at it from one point of view, sharks have a very alien existence relative to ours. They, they breathe underwater. They, they live in very cold climates. They look very different from us. But we don't see them as alien because we grew up seeing them. We've been told about them. So we don't see that as alien. But it, yet it has a very alien existence. So really, it's perspective. Once you have an understanding and, and you realize that the ETs are, from one perspective, future versions of us, that we are actually connected through that dimension of inner stillness, that they are simply, the only really difference is a matter of awareness and maybe perhaps appearance. So they see us through that dimension of stillness. They see us actually as equals. Once you have that fear and that fear is gone, you have an understanding that we're in the we are already in the quantum field. The spiritual realm is here and now. It's just awakening to it. That's what I, humanity is awakening to. Spiritual nature from within, then you will see it without. So that's what that's the perspective I'm coming from. Unless we have an understanding and, and some some insight, we're gonna we're gonna see them as alien. That word alien. Do you think that at some point when we hit some type of critical mass where there's enough people that have seen videos like yours and witnessed ufos for themselves that they'll decide okay now it's time for us to go land in walmart parking lot or something like that and have complete full disclosure absolutely uh with them it's all about timing and they are gauging us and they understand they're they're highly in tune and really aware of what's happening within the collective of humanity and the adversities we're facing so the timing is going to be impeccable, uh, my, my senses, and it, it's, it's a matter of time that they reveal themselves en masse. So once more and more human beings awaken, there's already a large majority, I think, of people that, that know or feel they exist. And it's just a matter of that initial getting past those initial few sightings. But, but to be honest, even now, uh, two orbs came in really rapid speed. Every chakra lights up in you. It's very spiritual. It's a very uh, inspirational experience. Um, there's been absolutely nothing negative uh, with these experiences. I think the number of sightings has accelerated. Do you? I would say so. I, I think more and more people are open to it. And it's that openness, that willingness to experience it. Um, that's what opens the door uh, to them uh, revealing themselves. In the last chapter of your book, you say that there is a new earth or a fifth dimensional earth. Is that the ascension what other people are talking about? That's the ascension that people are talking about. And it starts as an inner experience. So 
once you come into that dimension of, of inner stillness, that, that awareness that uh, there is a you that is the actual silent witness. So the, there's a part of you that is unaltered, unchanged by this world. Once you come into that direct experience, which is always through the now moment, the present moment, um, you will see yourself through stillness and through that clarity, you will then actually realize that source or God, whatever term you want to use, is all there is. And you see it as uh, extending in everything, all, almost actually all-encompassing. So that is what is meant by the new earth. It's, it's single vision. It's, it's seeing through oneness. And what happens is the conditioned mind actually becomes a gift now in contrast. It, 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 it is the past and the future relative to the reality of the present moment. So a lot of gifts actually come from it. What was once, for example, the source of our suffering, the ego, the egoic thinking mind, now becomes contrast to our light. You also write about soul tribes. Can you talk a little more about that? Yeah, so soul tribes is all about frequency, vibration. Um, the last two, two and a half years, we've seen a lot of upheaval take place. A lot of relationships crumble. People are finding that others are not, no longer resonating with them, and they're realizing that they're, they're wanting to find other souls that not so much think the way they do, just sort of that alignment, that, that higher dimensional connection. And that's what I mean by soul tribe. Uh, others that will accept you for who you are. All right. Well, do you have any more videos you can show us? Yeah. So let's have a look here. So here we have two close range orbs, which is triangle, the, the main object that uh, appears uh, really close range. And these are coming over the townhouse. This was uh, 2022. I believe it was later. Uh, I'm going to say a week or two after the initial sighting with uh, the capture with the orbs. Hey guys, there's Triangle flying away, separating. It's just incredible. And that was really close range. Some people actually witness triangular shaped craft that is just one craft, or at least appears to be. And they may or may not have lights or minimal lights, but they're dark and they kind of blacken out the stars because they're in front of them. Do you have any videos of something like that? I actually don't because the first time Triangle came in, uh, we were just sort of frozen there. And then there was December 4th when it came in again, uh, 2021, and it was a matter of seconds, very 3D, one light at the tip. Me and my neighbor Matt saw it. My neighbor James was farther off to the side and he didn't see it, but that was very 3D, very black, one light. Um, yeah, I wish that that would be the next, uh, if I can get a capture, that would be a capture. Well, when you do, let me know so we can bring you back and show that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I look forward to that. If we get back to you channeling the collective again, is the collective us in the future or are there actually other beings that are a part of it? That's the sort of the dichotomy. It, it, it is and it isn't. So they always operate from we're not one particular thing. That That's that state of enlightenment. So from one perspective, future versions of us, uh, you could almost say 
descendants of us uh, from another perspective, but ultimately from the spiritual quantum realm, there's only one of us. So it, it, it's just the same energy interacting with itself if we go beyond that physicality, the 3D. I think what you're saying is that as an energetic being, we're all the same and it just depends on what form we want to take, human or reptilian or gray or whatever. That's that's bang on, Jeff. That's exactly, yeah, I couldn't have described that better myself. Exactly. So is there anything else that we can do to prepare for contact? Sure. Uh, my experience has been, they've reminded me, not that I needed much reminding, but let go of the seriousness. The experiences in the backyard with them has always been incredibly playful. Uh, even, you know, last night I had the same object come around, circle the backyard, powering up and going dim multiple times, multiple times. And every time I pointed the camera, the phone at it, it would go lights out. It didn't want to be recorded. So they're reminding us to, to approach it, you know, and to even take ourselves not so seriously and just come from, remember, you know, joy and playfulness. And if you're in that space, uh, you really create that atmosphere for potential sighting. Any last tips or insights on how to integrate the emerging higher frequencies and how to navigate through these uncertain times? Sure. So we are experiencing uh, a greater flux of, of high energy and high frequency energy. The most important thing you can do right now is really anchor yourself uh, with the awareness of that present moment. That present moment is our rock. It's our foundation where we can actually build a very successful life from. So anchoring into the, into the present moment. And then I would say trust and faith. You want to cultivate those. And some people will ask, well, how, how, do, I, how do I cultivate that? And briefly, if you look back uh, on your life briefly and all the times you've gotten out of, let's say, sticky situations where a way was made, that will remind you uh, that uh, a way can be made and will be made. And faith and trust, what, what it does actually is just makes your journey a lot easier. You're not resisting. You're not reacting. You're in that space of faith and trust that regardless of what you see in the outer, that a way has been made. And it's coming from that inner knowing. Julio, after watching this podcast, people may want to reach out to you and ask you questions. Are you up for that? Absolutely. Absolutely. They can uh, contact me through the website, julioconsiglio.com. And all my uh, posts and videos are on my Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Facebook, Julio Consiglio. Do they find your book on your website or on Amazon? Both. So there's a link on the website and it's available through Amazon. And what's the name of your YouTube channel? My YouTube channel is Julio Consiglio, um, but I, I do have to get on top of that and start uploading some more videos there. Julio, before we finish up, can you leave us with one last positive message? Absolutely. Uh, I just want to remind everyone, uh, we have a choice when we experience fear. We can react to it or we can observe it. When we react to it, that is the human conditioned response and we're making it a reality. So we experience the fear past, trying to project into the future. And the future always has uncertainty, worry, anxiety attached to it. If we really center ourselves in the present moment and choose to observe the thinking mind and create some space between it, 
we begin to take away its power over us to control our emotions and we become more centered and really raise our vibrational frequency. Julio, thank you for that message and thank you for being my guest. Thank you so much, Jeff. It's always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks for watching the Jeff Mara podcast. I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.